On this week's episode, we talk about the Stanley Cup Finals, the Rams spending more money, what else is new, and we chat the NBA Finals champions, Golden State Warriors. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 20, season two of Points of Penalties. For all our listeners, we'd like to remind you to please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. For our viewers on YouTube, be sure to subscribe to our channel by clicking the little PMP button in the bottom right-hand corner right about here. No matter how you check out PMP, give us a like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Points Penalties. My name is Josh. We're a little shorthanded this week, so no Kev, but with me are my co-hosts, Jesse and Peter. Jess, let's start it up with you. What are you drinking tonight? Well... I'm going to one that's already been done for sure. Uh, not by me, but it's a Flying Monkey Brewery again, and it's the Mutants Are Revolting. Oh, yeah, that's a good beer. It's, it's a crushable IPA, and it's not a potent one, as I had a lot of sun and issues <laughs> with nature this week because allergies <laughs> suck. So I'm taking her a bit easy because I'm flying high on a bunch of... Bitch. <laughs> I can tell you got some sun your cheeks are all red <laughs> oh yeah it was a blast but uh yeah so i'm gonna give it a shot here solid beer for a 4.5 jeez <laughs> <laughs> that's a light one Peter? especially for you did, yeah <laughs> did, are you gonna be able to beat that this year this week I'm going to wallop you, Jesse. Wallop you. This week, I have a tongue-tied double dry-hopped IPA from Nickelbook Brewing. He's actually bringing up the Bing Guns, finally. Real big. Real big, Jesse. Crazy can. Crazy tongue-tied fucking artwork on it. Pretty cool. That's the reason I got it. And it crushes Jesse. Absolutely crushes him at a whopping... 5.6%. (laughs) Five point six percent. It's a double IPA and it's only five point six. Yep. Oh, that's they, they can't even share that name. And it's pretty good. Citrusy. It's good to see you finally get over that five percent. Yeah, got over the <laughs> the five percent marker. <laughs> Yosh. You taking the cake this week? Well, I certainly it's didn't a, think I was a, about to it's win. It's a low bar. Yeah, I didn't think I was winning today. <laughs> I have this is another repeat. Uh, Kev had this one uh, once before. It's Lost Craft Neapolitan Ice Cream Stout. Uh, there's a little can right there, and it's six percent. So I guess I win. Uh, not by much. <laughs> so I'm not much of a stout fan, but uh, we're gonna give this a whirl and. Not even a potent stout one either. No. Make sure you guys zoom in on my face for this one already. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he loves it. Yeah, it's great. It it tastes like coffee more than ice cream. Hmm. But it's got so, that uh, some stuff to do that. Yeah, it's, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be, but uh, <laughs> I, I only have one of them, so... Oh, Daisy. <laughs> uh, we're adding that to the list. It's <laughs> a, a W with an asterisk. <laughs> no, we're saying, Josh, make sure you have two beers. Oh. Well, <laughs> that's when the old lady bought me like months ago, and I didn't want to use it because Kev had it. And I just got back. So. so, so you've had months to get yourself a second one of those beers. Yes. Yep. 100%. Never been to a beer store or LCBO since. I mean, I've been pick one up. I just was like, <laughs> I just He's like, I do again. not want another stout. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can only do one of these. I was trying, yeah, exactly. I was trying not to use it, so. But all right, all right. I had to get her done. So there you go. Talking about being done, is there a hockey team that might be done? Not I chance. mean, most of them. <laughs> oh, well, most of them are, but <laughs> but there's two left. Fighting it out for the Stanley Cup final. So it's down the Avalanche and the Lightning for the Stanley Cup. Apparently, the secret to get into the Stanley Cup final is to have a name that doesn't end in S. There's only four teams in the league that have that. And half of them are in the fa- in the Stanley Cup finals. 
Hmm. So, yeah, there you go. Do you know what the other two are? The Wild is one of them. Uh, uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah, the other one's brand new. The Kraken! The Kraken. <laughs> oh, you called the Krakens. <laughs> no. Uh, so, the Avalanche have a commanding lead in that series right now, two to nothing. Uh, after a back and forth overtime win in game one, and they put up a touchdown in game two, crushed the Tampa Bay Lightning seven to nothing. That was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so the series now heads back to Tampa Bay with the reigning champs looking to get their asses in gear and get back into the series. You better. Need another point. <laughs> So Tampa also went down two nothing against the Rangers uh, at Madison Square Garden, but then when they went back to Amelie, uh, they got back to business and they won the next four in a row. Maybe they'll do the same here against the Avalanche, but the Avalanche are the Rangers are not the Avalanche. Let's put it that way. Yeah. No, they're a pretty good team. Yeah. Yeah, they're really good. Uh, so if the Tampa is able to come back and win, it'll be the first three-peat since the Islanders uh, achieved the feat back in the early 80s. It's been a long time since we've had a three-peat. Uh, but the Avalanche, they're now 14-2 and two this postseason, and they're chasing greatness. Only four other teams have ever had a 14-2 and two record in one postseason. All of them won the Stanley Cup. And the best record... <laughs> the best record ever in the current four, uh, four best of seven round format is 16 and two by the 1988 Oilers, which the Avalanche could match if they complete the sweep against Tempe Lightning. Not going to happen. That'd be so, pretty wild if they did, man. I, I don't think they're going to sweep me. It's Tampa, Tampa's too good. They've been around too long at this. Then they're going home. They're not going to get swept. Plus, they got Pat Maroon, and so he's he's. They the, do have the uh, they have the answer. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's won something like fifteen postseason uh, series straight, or something like that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, he's yeah yeah. It'd be a lot. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm like fucking lucky motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, it's skill, all right? It's skill. He's yeah. a big time. His five-minutes game are big-time contributing minutes. It's, it's the experience. They <laughs> put them on the ice, and they just give. It's the locker room uh, factor, okay? <laughs> you know what else is crazy is that Corey Perry is in the Stanley Cup Finals for the third year in a row, all on different teams. Yep. Which is pretty crazy. And, and he, lost, he, he, lost. he lost, and then he went to the team, right? Is that what happened? Well, no, that's this year. So because Tampa won the last two, right? Oh, so right. Tampa beat uh, whoever they beat. <laughs> Dallas was it? Yeah, it Dallas. Was, it was also the, the Golden Knights. Tampa beat Dallas in twenty twenty, and then Tampa beat Montreal last year. Right. So when was the Golden Knights in then? Before that, <laughs> in 2019, I guess. Uh, yeah, right. 2019. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Throw out the challenge, Jesse. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's more likely I'll get I'll get a W if I do that or a point. It's against speed, yeah. It's, it's gonna, it is. Speed. It is. I just duck and duck out of my ass. I'm often wrong. <laughs> Anyway, Jesse's going to be a bitch. Uh, so, what do you think is going to be the turnout here? Do you think the Avs continue their dominance and win their first cup since 2001? Maybe tying the best all-time ever record? They won't. Or did Dave seriously poke the bear by embarrassing Tampa in game two, putting up a touchdown, and you don't poke the bear? Is Tampa going to come back and close out this three-beat? What do you boys think? I definitely think there's going to be a three-peat. It's going to come I, game seven. Like they're not, they're not going to, they're not going to win four straight like they did against the Rangers. But uh, they're, I think they're still going to win. They still have a chance to win. And like you said, they just poked the bear. 
they are going to be ready in their home stadium and they're going to come back. I'm, I'm saying that I got that another point. I gotta extend my lead here. Cause even though I was a bitch <laughs> on not challenging you there, I'm still number one. Still number one. <laughs> yeah. <gonna> catch me. <laughs> I, I think, I don't know about game seven. It's definitely going to go, I would say six or seven here. Um, I mean, obviously it's going to have to go at least six for, uh, for the lightning to win but uh i i think it's gonna i think it did wake them up or will they'll they'll come out uh they'll come out quick although they gotta be real quick against uh the avalanche to to neutralize their speed but uh i think the lightning will they're gonna win a few games here and i'm gonna say probably six games but the abs are gonna pull it out i think Ooh. Yeah, sorry, Jess. I just they're they're fast. <laughs> yeah. Like they're really, really fast and they're really good. So I, I think you're right. Like they are the the X factor for me is if Vasilevsky can stand on his head the rest of the series and mm-hmm. seriously shut down the avalanche, but he is like if last game was any indication, it's a fucking shooting gallery out there. And he can only do so much. But um I think the avalanche are too good. And they're gonna close this thing out, but I don't think they switch. Well, the last time you guys were against me, it was against Tampa and the Leafs, so I like those odds. <laughs> <laughs> That's when we were homers with the Leafs, and they're cursed. It's different <laughs> now. You guys picked like a lot of you guys picked up to go to the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yeah, because we're homers. <laughs> <laughs> Get with the picture, Jesse. Hey, man. I was a homer, and I was right. <laughs> with the Rams. Yeah, happens every once in a blue moon. Every, even I mean, a broken it, clock. It, does, it right doesn't happen today, with right? the Leafs, that's for sure. <laughs> it used to. You taken <laughs> like 50 years ago. <laughs> anyway, that's all for hockey. We'll see who, uh, who closes out the Stanley Cup and is the champion. Uh, probably by our next episode. Well, speaking of your shitty Rams, why don't you let us know what they're up to? Oh, shitty. Yeah. They're spending dollars. What are they, dollar fucking Super Bowl champs or some shit? I, I think something like that happened this year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. No one, ever, no one ever reminds me. <laughs> I'll try and keep up with reminding you, bud. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. So, like I said, they're spending money like it's burning a hole in their wallet it is now donald and cooper getting new deals within two days of each other donald uh he gets his deal uh, reworked and restructured and this is literally just a huge pay increase it's the same amount of years that he's had and they just increased it by 45 million so it's not all yeah, just 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 forty five million uh, raise. <laughs> few bucks, few bucks extra. But that's what you do when you're the best football player in the league. You give that guy that money. There's an argument for that. He could be the best football player, even even against quarterbacks, because he's just so dominant at his position. But anyway, so he signed for the deal. It's three years and it's ninety five million dollars. Sixty five million of that is guaranteed. And he has an out after the next two years, he can retire. So the Rams were able to work this pretty much because they paid him a fairly big signing bonus. And they have now put in voidable years. And it ends up being two. And it's, it's actually a high cap hit for him in those years. It's like it's north of 11 million in both those years. And then if he comes back in 2024, it'll be a $30 million hit. So lots of money, lots of money against the Rams and these avoidable years that they're doing helps them push that can down the road and able to have Donald on the team and he's happy being paid the highest non-quarterback player. In fact, there's only 12 quarterbacks ahead of him that get paid more uh, on an average year salary. So he's at 31.6 million huge number and then there's only 12 quarterbacks above that so so he did all right he did he made out like a bandit that man got paid 
Yeah. And then probably the best uh, season ever done by a wide receiver got paid. Cooper Cup. Now, this was actual extension. It's another three years on to his original deal that I think he he signed in 2020. <clears throat> so it's three years, $80.1 million and $75 million guaranteed through 2023. And this is the most guaranteed money ever to a wide receiver. And so they'll be around for a long time. I don't think there's any voidable years in this one, but it was because it's easier to do, do that now that it's, it's an extension. So they can, again, they're kicking that can down the road and they have them for a long time. Now he wasn't the most paid for a receiver on a annual salary, but uh, he's still up there. I think it ends up being like 25 million or something like that. So it's quite impressive that he's going to be making that. And with all these huge signings, like they've also signed Allen Robertson. They signed their left tackle back and then their center back. Uh, Stafford got a huge raise. And they're able to pay all this off and push the can down the road with these voidable years. I'm just curious, do you guys think this is cheating because Stan Kroenke has cash on hand and he can just spend all of this money, get the players their money first, and then put these voidable years in. Do you think this is cheating? I don't think it's cheating. You're not working outside the confines of the rules and the salary cap. You're just spending money that you have because you're able to do that. I think it's a fucking weird system that you need like a fucking PhD in salary cap economics. You really do. You're 100% on that. understand. Because they weren't even looking to pay... Uh, cup this year at all they knew that they were going to probably have to pay donald and and stafford but having this happen or having him what he did in this year he they had to give him some money yeah <laughs> he's he getting not getting paid enough compared to these wide receivers that are making the crazy amounts of money yeah see this is this is where i don't know if it's fucking better or worse than like a, obviously what i know best is the nhl and the NHL, it's it's <laughs> That's easy, easy. <laughs> but in the NHL, it's far more straightforward. It's just like every dollar is guaranteed on every single contract. And it's just you sign X amount of money for X amount of years. It doesn't matter if it's signing bonus or actual salary. It's all just you get paid this much total, this many years. Your average is your cap it. That's it. That's boring. Let's make it as complicated as possible and sign as many amazing players as we can. I mean, judging by the viewership of the leagues, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree, Pete. I don't think it's cheating. Uh, like you said, they're not uh, going against the rules. They're just uh, manipulating the cap to to fit around the, the cap rules. Um, and if you can do it because you're a rich motherfucker and you got extra cash in the bank, then get it done. I mean, that's that's a lot of the same thing with, you know, the Yankees and the Dodgers. I mean, they get all kinds of cash. So they I know it's a little different because of the whole luxury tax thing, but they don't have a problem going into it. They spend the extra money to get the players and they'll deal with the uh, the economics later down the road. Right. So, um, you know, do I like it? No. Do I like the Rams? No. But <laughs> I mean, there's not much we can do about it. Right. I mean. So they're doing what they need to do to put a good team on the field that, you know, can, uh, can potentially push for another, another championship. Run it back. Now, I don't know. Did you guys see that uh, your boy, what's your coach's name there? McVay. He just got married recently. Yep. And so he had said, I, I guess OBJ wasn't invited, but, but he said to OBJ, if, if he comes and crashes the wedding, then he has to resign. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he went and crashed the wedding, but uh Hey, I would okay, I'd be okay with the... Yeah, I haven't heard I anything yet. So. I think we opened up space with the, the cup extension because, again, they pushed everything down the road, so they, they opened up some room. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if he's going to get a multi-year deal or if it's going to be another one-year deal, but he, they've opened up some money. He's not going to be available probably until November is what they were thinking. Yeah, I think he had, like, he got some fucked up shit on his, uh, in his surgery, so he had to get it, like, kind of almost uh, redid or like fixed so it's put his uh his uh, rehab behind now i want him on that team for sure i do but 
I mean, it seems like as long as he's not catching a ball from Baker Mayfield, he's still a pretty good player, right? (laughs) That seems to be, seriously, seems to be what happened. He went to Cleveland, did nothing. He was still pretty good in New York prior to that. Um, So It'll be funny where Baker goes after this thing. Or if they have, because Watson's getting in more trouble, it sounds like, so he could see suspension soon. And and, uh, then they'll be like, hey, Baker, you want to come start a couple games for us? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I think he wants to do, for sure. He he also has to get some game tape, like better game tape on there. Uh, No, I don't think this is cheating either. Uh, Any... Owner of course, you don't. <laughs> Any owner can do this. Uh, the rich owners like to do it more because they like to win. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in Cincinnati because I can't remember the owner's name, but he is not a rich owner. They don't even have an indoor facility in Cincinnati yet. So, yeah, but winning ball games, on. winning ball games pays back in dividends too, like especially championships. Right. You win championships. Did. Yeah. The revenue is going sky high. But they, they were getting into the playoffs a lot with Marvin Lewis. And they had Red Rifle there at the, mm-hmm. as, the, as the quarterback. So it was they were still winning games, but they weren't spending money on anybody. So you, you got to spend money to, to make money pretty much. But you got to be able to get your players into a comfortable area instead of being bused to a, a college – uh, stadium so that they can practice when it's blizzarding in Ohio. Listen, there's an NHL team that literally plays in a college arena. So, you know, it could be worse. <laughs> yeah, but the college arenas or college stadiums in the States are, are bigger than the NFL ones. Not in the <laughs> football, yeah. Not in hockey, yeah. <laughs> Not in hockey, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, it's a like it's it's good that they can do that for sure. The Rams and there's other teams that can do it as well. You just don't we don't hear it as much, mostly because Jesse only cares about the Rams. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's definitely other teams that do this type of thing. Um, actually, one thing kind of off topic here, still in the NFL, just I want to get your take on was uh, Colin Kaepernick doing a little workout for the Raiders and where you think that might head. Do you think he gets a, a shot at being a backup? I think he should get a shot. I mean, I think he should, but I think he should have gotten one a while ago. But I, there was a reason why his last year he was below 500. Like he, I don't think the San Fran team wasn't very good to begin with. So that also doesn't help. But he, he wasn't that good in it either. And I believe he was, uh, he got benched at one point. So it's, it's going to be interesting. I hope he gets a chance. I want to see what he's got. But what I saw him, I don't think he's going to be the starter. Not a chance. No, I think he's going to have to come back as a as a backup. And then, you know, so if whoever he signs with, that, that starting QB is going to likely get hurt. And then he's got to take over. And then, you know, try and it's show. Kind of, show it's kind of cool because again. he'll be able to – he hasn't been hurt in a while, right? So he doesn't have any huge – uh, bruises or sore limbs or anything like that, mm-hmm. but who knows? Like if that's affected his speed or because he was a he was a quick guy, yeah, uh, running the ball. So, and then the, also the arm strength is it still there? Like he's not throwing the football as much, but mm-hmm. it still deteriorates over that time for sure. So I don't even. Well, he's an old man now too, isn't he? Old man in terms of sports years. Yeah, but he hasn't had the punishment either. Yeah, but Father yeah, Time always wins. I'm not entirely sure how old he is, but it's got to be at least late 30s, no? I think he was last in like 2016. I don't know if he's late 30s now. No, he's he's, he's like old. he's probably like early early 30s. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna toss out a challenge just for fun. Right, he's 35 plus. All right, I'll I'll take you up on that. I think he's less than 35. <laughs> 30, 30, if, 34 and younger. 34 and under. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> we can check this out real quick. Fuck. 
<laughs> is he 30 he's 34 <laughs> that was funny i was before you before you threw the challenge i was gonna say you know what i'm gonna say 34 and if you guys want to challenge you know. <laughs> that's pretty funny i might have i might have challenged you on that <laughs> so i'm glad that i got that that's funny big win and another big win is coming up right here with the mvp This week's MVP is the Houston Astros. Not really the whole team, really just two pitchers. Because for the first time in MLB history, two immaculate innings occurred, not just on the same day, not just in the same game, but by the same team and against the exact same three hitters. It'd obviously be the same team, but <laughs> in the second inning, Houston's 9-2 win over Texas. Starting pitcher to Luis Garcia struck out Nathaniel Lowe, Ezekiel Duran, and Brad Miller on nine pitches. All strikes or foul balls, whatever. Recording the first immaculate. Then in the seventh, reliever Phil Maton got the same hitters, and also struck them out on nine pitches. Two almost identical immaculate innings. There was a cool little side-by-side uh, -side video of them. They're actually very similar. It's fun to watch. But so for the first time ever, two immaculate innings, the same game against the same three pitch, uh, hitters. The same team, right? And, and the same team. <laughs> it's also the same team. Huh. Same two teams, even. Fuck you guys. <laughs> but the Houston Astros are this week's MVP. And we ripped through the first half quick, so beer's not done yet, but cheers to them. <laughs> <laughs> Now, was there any talk of uh, them like maybe cheating a little bit here? Then that's how they got the immaculate innings. Yeah, or... like you said, they had them <laughs> side by side. There's like some pitch video that they. Yeah. I mean, somebody should listen closely. Is there any garbage cans? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Who knows? Speaking of garbage cans, I got a fucking team that's in one right now, the Boston hey, fucking uh, Celtics. You know the trophy that you're about to get into also kind of looks like a garbage can, a little bit. I mean, it's a hoop. I know. <laughs> I know. But have a look at it next time you. All right. So, so it. It. Does, it doesn't Larry look like it's a, a, a fucking a garbage <laughs> trophy. It looks like a trash can. So what you're saying. saying is that it's like looks like it's a ball going into a trash can. Yeah. It's not a ball going into a basketball hoop. I mean, I know it is, but it, I'm just <laughs> saying it looks like a trash. Just have a look the next time you look at the trophy. It looks all like right. a trash can. All right, all right, That's all, all right. I'm saying. That's fair. Somebody's probably going to say that the fucking Stanley Cup is a trash can too, but it's about the same size. So, yeah. Stanley Cup is the best trophy in all of pro sports. The best. I don't know, man. That one with all the fucking flags on it that go around in a big circle. No, it's that's pretty boring. It's fucking dumb. It's <laughs> a, a pretty boring trophy. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys, let's move on to the NBA Finals. This was just one over the weekend. Uh, like I had said, the Celtics are hot garbage. Uh, fuck Boston. Fuck Boston. <laughs> so after we last uh, spoke with our listeners, uh, game one had just finished, or not fit like earlier, a couple days before, and the second game would have been on that Sunday evening. Uh, so the Celtics did take that early 1-0 lead, winning that first game. Golden State came back to win the second game, and then they, uh, they split the next two out of the first four, so each winning – one game at home, one game away, uh, the Celtics and the Warriors. Which, obviously, if you guys know any math, seven minus four games already played means there's three games left. So it becomes, yeah, I know it's tough one, Pete. It's tough. Got to count on your hands, fingers, toes. Anyway, that means it becomes the best of three. <laughs> Do you have an adding machine at home? <laughs> I need a subtracting machine. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. My bad. 
<laughs> so in the best of uh, the three, the best of three, the Warriors took care of business in game five, winning at home, which meant they had two games left to get one W for me to be right, for them to get the championship. And lo and behold, they made short work of Boston, won that game six in Beantown, taking the series and winning Pete's aforementioned garbage, garbage can, can trophy. Can. All right. So it was Golden State's fourth championship in eight years, which is pretty awesome. That's, uh, that's definitely dynasty making. Yeah. Uh, yep. You know, between you've got Clay, Steph, and Draymond, and then obviously uh, Mr. Coach Kerr. Those four are, uh, you know, been the staples over the last, uh, in those eight years. So, um, So speaking of Coach Kerr, he is now the proud owner of his ninth championship ring. He's got five as a player and four as a coach. That puts him up there uh, pretty high on the on the all time ranks uh, for for uh, championships won, you know, both as a player and and as a coach. So you know he's doing something right. You know, he knew how to play back in the day. And then he knows how to coach. Yeah, you can say he played with Mike and whatnot, but. He also won a championship in uh, San Antonio. Yeah, San Antonio. Uh, and he didn't have Mike there. So. Yeah, he also coaches Stephen Clay. So, and that helps too. For sure, for sure. Uh, so Curry won the finals MVP. And now I did mention that last, uh, last episode. We had gone around and asked uh, who we all thought was going to win it. I said, Steph, I was right. I should get a point. But I won't bullshit. definitely should have been Tatum. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> Fuck and if you remember Tatum. back in the day, I did say that Curry was gonna win the league MVP. He didn't win that. So but but if you remember, and Jess, you're not the only one anymore. Somebody else called a W early, early in the year. And it was me. It was oh, boy. Welcome to the club. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I won a few bucks on, on the bet. I would have won more had the bet three six five bullshit not gone down where we had to get rid of all our bets, but uh oh yeah, that's but I did win a, it would have it would have been yeah, it wasn't a whole lot of money. It was only like I think it was like 60 bucks before, and then I won like 30 after it had if I after I had to redo the bet, but um nothing crazy. I was I wasn't betting that much money. It's just a little fun bet just to just to stick it to you guys a little bit, you know. <laughs> so anyway uh, so as I said I, I picked the old Warriors so I'm going to get a point for that coming up uh, in our, our points penalties uh, points and then Boom. and then I might just uh, might have done something with the bracket too but I'm going to get that in just a second here. Boom. so uh, what I thought was kind of cool as I was uh, I guess you want to call it a stat so over the last five seasons Whoever has been the all-star MVP has gone on to be the finals MVP. That's so wild. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So basically whoever is the all-star MVP next year, put some money on that team to win and that guy to be the MVP and you're probably going to do all right. Sounds so, like a plan. Yeah. I'm going to do it next year for show. So 2022, Steph Curry. 2021 was Giannis. 2020 was LaBitch. 2019 was The Claw. Yeah, <laughs> and 2018 was KD, and uh, all of those five players on each of their uh, All Star teams, all on Team LeBron, each time. Hmm. So, just uh, one of those other. I don't know if it's a coincidence. Maybe LeBron knows something. Maybe LeBron's paying somebody off. I don't know. Who knows? But maybe he can actually coach. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no. I mean, he's smart, but I don't know if he can coach. So I, I wouldn't put it by him then. Well, I mean, I would assume. I, I mean, I don't know if he'll, he would ever get into coaching. He's already got so much stuff going on outside of basketball that what I think I don't think there's enough money in it for him to do it and, and too much fair enough. way too much time he can, yeah. like he's already a billion dollar athlete so he, he's gonna do what he continue what he's doing right now and for sure. the basketball 
Well, I mean, who knows? He might just keep playing too, right? <laughs> he might be 55 and still playing, coming off the bench for somebody. Going to be Tom Brady <laughs> yeah. in the NBA. All right, so Golden State was, uh, you know, they were pretty good all year, but nothing, you know, nothing to write home about. They weren't, they weren't what we thought, you know, the Nets and the Lakers were going to be at the very beginning of the year. They weren't what the Phoenix Suns were through the entire course of the season. But it's Steph, it's Clay, and it's Draymond. And I want to know what you guys whoa, think. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And it's Wiggins. Well, Wiggins had a pretty good Wiggins Don't be, and, don't be uh, throwing shade here. Well, Wiggins and, and Poole had a great uh, a great series and great playoff, uh, you know, from the start there. So um, what do you guys think the key for this Golden State championship run, what do you think the key was for them to win this? I mean, the the obvious key is Steph Curry doing Steph Curry things, and you win championships. Imagine that. <laughs> but I'm going to go off board and with my boy Wiggins. I think he's fucking stepped up big time. He played great, and he was uh, a big contributing factor in this series. Good homeborn Canadian kid. Local Canadian kid. Yeah. Oh, just down the road from you, Pete. Yeah. Andrew Wiggins. That's my guy. That was the key. It was Steph Curry. But Wiggins, that's the key. <laughs> well, my key is more or less experience with those three affirmation guys that we said. And then, plus, you got Kerr, Steve Kerr, and <clears throat> Wiggins helped, no doubt. <laughs> it was awesome to have him there. But uh, I think it was the three monsters and their experience uh, in the playoffs because that's just what they do. Can't argue with that, Jess. For me, I got two two keys. Uh, first off, the depth of the team, which is a lot to do with obviously those three starters you talked about, Jess, and we are, we have always talked about with this team. But the Wiggins, the Jordan Poole, um, you've got some of the younger guys, uh, Mooney and um, Munga, and there is they've got a good a good core, obviously, and then they've got those uh, those those extra depth guys that can come off the bench and play a big role. So for me, that was number one of, of the key. And the next was their defense. The defense in the finals was great. They held Boston to over a hundred points once. Or sorry, they got 100. Boston only got a more than 100 points once. Sorry. There you go. Yeah, my bad. Don't fucking challenge me, assholes. <laughs> I understood the first time. It's fine. So you know the the diva they just shut them down. You know a team that was high flying since uh, since I said they were going to be shit in the in the year, and they were only, were only going to win like three or four more games. I think there was like ten or twelve games left, and I told them they were only going to win three or four, and they they. They showed me, and uh, they were a high-flying, great team. Marcus Smart, Tatum, uh, Jalen Brown. You know, they're it's going to be a good future. Boston's going to be a good team in the next uh, handful of years, which sucks. But fuck Boston. Yeah, it's not going to be good for us. No, definitely not. But, but the Raptors look good too. So he's coming next year that we get off to a better start. Hopefully, this year. So I think uh, you're going to see like, you know, guys like Jordan Poole and you're going to see Wiggins. They're probably going to get a bag of money this off season. Um, I'm not sure where their contract status actually stands, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're still on a contract. I wouldn't be surprised if they get this uh, LA Rams type extensions, maybe not ridiculous cash like that, but, um, but they definitely show that they're worth some cash. And I think that, uh, I think keeping those two guys trying to lock them up longer term so that you have, you know, a top five, I don't know you're pretty much going to have top five fucking superstars. Like, I mean, obviously Draymond isn't a superstar offensively, but he does everything else. Amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, but do they, do, do they have the cap to do that? That I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure where the, the financials stand there and, uh, because you know, that that'll be tough because they're gonna probably want as much money as they can get, and they'll definitely on sure. the open market more or less. Yeah, and it'd be interesting to see what they do. Like, I mean, 
here sitting in front of my computer, I, for me, if it was me, I would, I would try and stick around while Steph's around, you know, you're, you know, you're going to be a perennial uh, playoff contender and you've got these three other guys. Why, why not stick around for a few years? I mean, I understand the money is, is money, but you know, you're, you're already a millionaire. Uh, but money is a significant factor. I get like, it. I get it, it. And there's like, it's not like Golden State is the fucking cream of the league and every other team is shit. Right. Like, there, there are a lot of good teams in this league and somebody's going to throw a big bag at Wiggins, I think. And so I, I don't think he's going to be back. Maybe, maybe Golden State can afford to throw that same bag at him. Mm-hmm. And if they do, he'd be a fool not to go back. But, uh, my guess is that he'll go somewhere else for a little more money. Um, so I don't think they're going to repeat. I'm just going to, uh, I'm just going to take the field. Not that they're a bad team and they're going to get significantly worse, but there's a lot of good teams in this league, like I said. And I'm going to take the field, say someone else is winning that garbage can next year. Do you have a hot take on who it is? No. Yeah, come on. Really is it going to be the Clippers or? That's way too early, man. It hasn't even had the offseason yet. <laughs> it's the Clippers. He's taking the Clippers again. I know he is. Nah, I don't think so. That's no. uh, Burton fooled me once. <laughs> I. It'll be interesting to see if they can sign him or not. But like, like you said, the stability is there. You got Steph. You want to get another ring, and that's what a lot of NBA players do: is they they go to win rings instead of for money, for the most part. It's just the huge superstars, which Wiggins isn't, that get those max out contracts. Uh, as per a repeat, I'm with Peter. No. I'm going to go back to my same pick, and I'm going to go with the Bucks again. I think they're going to get back there. I think uh, Boston fooled them a bit, so made them look silly, so they're going to come back with a little bit of vengeance. And take them down, get to the back to that finals and maybe even see, uh, I can see Golden State getting back there for sure. I'm just thinking that hopefully Boston's a young team, so the Bucs are a little bit more seasoned and can take them down. But that's that's my hot take is going back with the Bucs. Now, I might change that come, come uh, early. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> No change in your mind if you're. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I got a hot take right now for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta agree with you guys. I, I don't think that they're gonna just come straight out like you said. They're not the, they're not the domination, you know, dominating team that, uh, that you could say that yes, they're gonna beat everybody else. Um, you know, had it been Phoenix that won this, and you know, if they would have went through, they had a great regular season. If they would have cleaned up throughout the playoffs and end up pulling this out, then maybe that's the team. They say, yep, they're, you know, they were dominant enough last year and they'll, they'll be the same, but golden state wasn't that. And they're a good team. They will definitely, uh, they'll be making the playoffs next year, barring, you know, crazy injuries or whatever at the beginning. Yeah, to, that, to that's put them the down. But they're up there in age. So yeah, they got to watch out for that injuries. Injury bug. But there's a bunch of other teams, like I said, Pete, that could easily, uh, you know, easily bounce them from the playoffs or just, you know, just be a better team anyway. So, but good for Steph getting his, uh, his fourth trophy. He's had two, two league MVPs. And now this is his first finals MVP. And uh, he's the, definitely the greatest shooter of all times. So. Really? This is his first MVP finals MVP. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Seems like it took him a long time to get that. It did, yeah. <laughs> it did. And I like I'm trying to think. So KD would have been we talked yeah. about KD there in 2018, yeah. right? Yeah. Um the other I'm not sure who would have did Clay I mean, maybe get one in one of the like I don't I don't know who the other MVPs would have been in the four yeah. the four W's. So yeah, either way. Either way, it's nice to see Steph when he's a he's a really he's a stand up guy. He always he's always doing things for fans and charitable work and all that shit, which a lot of them do. But I don't know, maybe I just pay attention a little bit more to Steph than the other guys, just because I wanted him to win the whole year. There you go. Boom. 
Boom. All right. And fuck, and fuck boss. Fuck boss. Yeah. Fuck okay. Real quick sidebar on fuck boss because it's hilarious. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the uh, the rise of the Lakers dynasty on HBO Showtime. No, I know what you're talking about, but no, I haven't seen it. Well, I just finished it uh, a couple nights ago and I busted it got in one episode because this is uh, this is in the late 70s. Just turned into 1980, the start of the Showtime Dynasty, right after uh, sort of Boston had been dominating the Lakers. Um, they made it to the finals a bunch of times and only won once, and Boston won like the other six times. So stupid. I don't know the exact numbers. But so coming out of that, they're playing Boston. One of the episodes is all about that play in Boston. Boston has Larry Bird, they've got Magic, and in the pregame, they're doing a whole thing, and they're right on the chalkboard. Fuck Boston. <laughs> and, <laughs> and when I when they said that and wrote that, I busted a gut just because it, it's so true. Yeah, fuck, fuck Boston. Boston. <laughs> yeah, <man>. That's funny. <laughs> That's so yeah, funny. That was. Uh, I feel like unless you're a Boston fan, like everybody says, fuck Boston. Fuck like, I, I don't think there's anybody that's like, oh, Boston's okay. Like, it's either you love them or you hate them. Yeah. Yeah. There's no in between for sure. No. It's, and, and it all it comes with like their, yeah, their, their fans are pretty obnoxious too there, but it's also just because they win championships. Yeah. And yeah. just more or less like, yeah, they've done it with in the NBA a bunch and, and, and hockey. But uh, baseball, they haven't done it for a really long time until recently. Well, it's like a hundred years, okay? Yeah, our generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they, they just keep winning, and it's very frustrating. Yeah, yeah for sure. Fuck Boston. <laughs> Fuck Boston. <laughs> All right, guys. So let's uh, get into our bracket update. The NBA bracket last week or last episode, uh, we had told you that Pete and Jesse were out. And Kevin and I were tied uh, with eight, uh, eight apiece, eight correct. And I had one more to go. And if I got that one correct, then I would win. That pick was Golden State. So lo and behold, I got a W. I won. So I ended up with nine correct. Kev had eight. Jesse had seven. And Pete, you had six, which, of course, we know is plus two, plus one. Small margin of fucking error. It was, yeah, it was, but... And so that rounds out a pretty good uh, a pretty good day or bracket and basketball picks for me. And I was actually really hoping, Pete, that you got that uh, that challenge right this week because that would have really helped me out in catching Jesse. I tried, buddy. I tried, but yeah. can't win them all. Can't win no. many for me lately. <laughs> <laughs> we like don't have a problem with that. A baby or something like that. Yeah, it's like, it's like something is taking away from my. <laughs> Sports focus. He's got baby brain. <laughs> baby brain for <shell. laughs> Yeah. Take advantage so, now, boys. You'll be older one day watching sports with this old man. <laughs> with our babies on our laps. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll strike back. That's right. All right, guys, since we only have uh, three hosts, we only have three topics. So that's uh, pretty much going to wind up our regular segments. We're going to get into the penalty box in. Uh, I don't know. How long you want to count for? Two seconds? Three seconds? One. I was thinking like a half two. a second. Is that half? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. All right. What are we doing? Order the family <laughs> box, Jess. Come on. Follow along here. Get together, Jesse. Minus, minus one. But minus one. <laughs> you guys are just like freezing up, it sounds like. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so normally we would probably hand this one off to Kev because you know he's the he's the golf guy, uh, even though he can't beat Jesse. Um, yeah, he can. <laughs> <laughs> so Grayson Murray was uh, playing in the U.S. Open. Uh, was on the Sunday, par four, seventh hole. He decided that after taking six shots within fourteen yards of the pin, he was going to throw his putter about twenty yards. He just full out overhand hucked it like he was a baseball pitcher. He didn't quite lift a leg like that, but hucks it overhand into the fescue. He uh, he eventually goes and gets it himself. He doesn't make his his caddy go and get it. 
but you could tell that he was uh, not happy. He ended up with a quadruple bogey, which, uh, you know, is how at least one of the four of us would fare on any given hole when we're out there playing. Uh, but these okay, guys are pros. Right? <laughs> but, but we pay to go. We don't get paid to go. Yeah. Well, I don't think he got paid this week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he, he probably cost himself some money this week. But uh, So that wasn't it. Just just throwing his putter. That was not it for his, uh, his eventful day. Um, a few holes later, on another bot shot, he decided that he was going to snap an iron over his knee. Not quite as uh, as impressive as a Bo Jackson or or another baseball player smashing a or splitting a, a baseball bat over their knee, but he uh, he definitely had it right up and went right over his head and then smashed it down on his knee. It was pretty funny. Snapped up that iron, so he lost one club there for sure. The other one he he did go and and pick up the putter, but yeah, it doesn't matter. The the sponsors just give him the clubs anyway, right? So who cares? And I don't know, is a, is a steel shafted club easier to break than a wood baseball bat? I mean, it's a half inch, if that, hollow steel shaft. Yeah. As opposed to solid wood. Piece of two inch fucking <laughs> piece of ash or maple. Like they're hard. I hear you. I hear you. Like it's pine. <laughs> but how often do baseball bats break? All the fucking time. How often yeah, do you see a the- golf club break? Not very often. Yeah, but you have a I get it. You got a pitch coming at you. I get it. I yeah, get it. Man. Let's throw a golf ball and see if you can hit it with it and see how much they smash or bend them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Either way, this guy lost his shit, which is fair if you're having a bad day, but you're at the US Open, you know, you're still, I mean, he made, he made the cut, right? So he's probably going to make some money. It won't be a whole lot of money, but it won't be like live to our money either. Uh, They're probably making up to replace those clubs or that club. Yeah, exactly. So he ended up finishing the U.S. Open at a plus 18, which was good for second last place of all the players that made the cut. That up, boy. Yeah. So for throwing a temper tantrum, throwing (laughs) your golf club, snapping an iron over your knee, Grayson Murray at the U.S. Open, you're in the box. Because that's Bush League. That's, That's stuff that we would do. Well, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would throw my club, but I wouldn't break it. Yeah, I can't afford that shit. <laughs> can't afford to break the club. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, all right, guys, let's mosey on over to the points and penalties scores. Just the one challenge today, but we got some bracket stuff to add there. So let me set us up and let me know how close I am to Jesse. Yeah. So the, uh, Fucking young ass Colin Kaepernick. I thought he was in his late 30s for sure, but I was wrong. He's only 34 years old. So Jesse took a point off me on that one. Yeah. And uh, Josh just took you through the NBA bracket, which scores are now hitting today. And he also picked the Golden State Warriors to win. So he got an extra point for that. So big day for Josh. Bad day. Bad day for Pete. You're like you're almost a Kevin level here. I I'm close to Kev. So I dropped down to a minus five. Kev oh didn't even show up and climbed to a minus six. <laughs> Within one point, Peter, you were falling off a cliff. You I know, buddy. <laughs> Anyone says having a baby's easy, they lied. Uh Jesse climbs to plus eight with that challenge victory. And Josh, with the big swing, went from minus one all the way up to plus two. Damn. I'm coming for you, Just Some competition. Uh, well, still, when was the last time you were in the positives? I don't remember. Probably like, <laughs> probably episode four, when, season when did one. When we start season one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember the first few episodes I was up and down. I hovered a lot around zero, and then it just went down. Yeah, I, I know that feeling. <laughs> is that what happened this year for you, Pete? <laughs> yeah, it's not uh, not going well. It's okay. Camp camp it's coming soon. I probably I probably lose some more there, but it's fine. Oh yeah. Well, this is a quick show today, boys. So we're after. Maybe Kev's the guy that just keeps talking and talking and talking and runs yeah, these Kev. episodes forever. Always talking about his three point line and his fucking Scotty Barnes forever. 
<laughs> Always talk about Scotty Barnes. I know, right? That guy was he, he loves him some Barnes, but <laughs> all right. So I think we got to start with a bitch. That's the road. That's the the uh, route we go, isn't it? We start with the boat bitch on this now. So okay, sure. I that'd think be, that's what Kev was you, doing Jesse. last time. That'd oh, be you, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> In case there was any confusion, any forgetfulness. <laughs> I am the bitch today for sure with the 4.5 from Flying Monkey Craft Brewery. And it was called The Mutants Are Revolting. I like this beer. It's a good beer. Um, but yeah, it is not a potent one. And I was not looking to get a potent one today. So I was glad I kind of found this in there. Bitch. So, yeah, I was I was looking to be the bitch. <laughs> I was very proud to be it. Well, you succeeded. There you yeah. go. I thought I was gonna have to have to fight for it against you there, but you finally showed up. So how how you tell how how will you tell me how it is? (laughs) My my extremely strong, whoppingly heavy double dry hop IPA tongue tied from Nickel Brook Brewing, five point six percent. It's good. It's uh, it's very citrusy and like a juicy kind of beer, but uh, you know. Solid. It's not crazy happy, obviously. It's only five five point six. Did but, you have two uh, at least, or did you just have the no? One? I did. We had a quick show. I only got through one. Jesus, <laughs> at least I had two. I, I have another. I just have cracked it. I think that might drop you down to a being of a bitch because you couldn't finish it. Nah, finished a bitch. Net. I mean, like I'm at nine percent right here to add it up to mine. Well, I guess. But have you finished them both? Nearly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you still only this, had one. Still I only had one. <laughs> I mean, like I only had one. I mean, just, beer, but Jesse's I drinking water, so we can drink it quick. <laughs> I mean, fuck. it's not because it's water; it's because I, it's flavorful. Huh. Yeah. Yosh flavored water. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, what do you call it? the Mio shot? Yeah. <laughs> Crystal light. <laughs> yeah, crystal light. Yosh, our champ for the day. Yeah. Had a whopping 6.0, I think. 6.0. You got oh. her. Wow. Yeah. I had a uh, a bowl of Neapolitan ice cream in a can. How was it? Uh, um, it was beer. Was it? It, <laughs> it was beer. That was about it. Uh, it. Not my cup of tea at all. Definitely. Some, if everyone checks us on YouTube, there are some funny faces that Yosh made. Yeah, you know, <laughs> check out for sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's different. I mean, it's it's not a horrible, horrible flavor. But like I said before, I'm not a stout guy. Uh, I love ice cream, so I was thinking maybe it might be okay. But uh, I just no, there's no chance that I'm ever having this one again. Sorry, Lost Craft. It's uh, nothing against you, but I just don't like stouts. So can't do it but i was happy to uh, pull the w here because it was either that or i had a grapefruit rattler which is only 2.5 percent. i was like oh shit Whoa. i can i can't have that one <laughs> talking about me having water like, yeah Jesus, there was no way i was being able to, to use that one so i had to suck it up and go with the uh with the 6.0 stout there you go yeah all right suck guys. It up and have one yeah, one. Well, I had some backup, you know, three quarters of the way through my backup beer. So right. at least at least you, know. you came prepared for yeah. unlike someone. Yeah. The true bitch of the day. The true bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the true bitch. Is, oh, wait, wait, isn't that what we call the Trubitsky, right? Trubitsky. <laughs> All right, guys. Quick episode this week. Hopefully our uh, listeners enjoy it. It was nice and quick. You don't have to sit there for three hours and listen to uh, us ramble on and on and on and on and on. Our lovely voices filling your airwaves. Soothing. We should like start a new a new company where we just just talk and we put people to sleep with our voices, you know, or or like maybe we can make like ocean sounds or something, you know, like. You might be alone in that venture. You might be alone. I mean, I'll consider it, but 
Yeah. <laughs> Not so much. Not so much. All right. We got we got to take off with some more listeners here before I think we start something else. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe the new venture will bring other listeners in. Oh, fair enough. Fair oh, enough. Yes, see. the ocean. Josh's ocean sounds will bring right. to the ocean points of sounds. That's right. Yeah. Want to hear more of me? Ocean sounds with Josh. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I'm reminded of a Simpsons episode. Pretty sure Homer was doing the same thing. I (laughs) (laughs) like a fucking seagull or subject. It's Homer. Oh, fuck. It's good times. Anyway, that's uh, I'm probably not going to do ocean sounds with the oceans. Just not. Just, just put that on the back burner. Not yet. Maybe, not maybe yet. after the wedding. Retirement. Leave, That's a retirement. Leave, leave it on the uh, on it's the a retirement plan. Upside gig. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So for everyone here at Points Pallies, like to thank everybody for listening. Please subscribe on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Points Penalties. And until next week, stay, stay out, out of the, the penalty, penalty box. box.